Hi, I'm Rosemary Hapsom. I am the owner and founder of a holistic nutrition company called Hapsom. It's an acronym for health and vitality stimulating our minds. And what I propose is that if we look at whole body health, then we have the wealth that we are seeking in this life. It's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, my guest has already given the acronym that I was going to just go and just do the whole, you know, thing, but she gave it already, so no need to repeat. She's going to give us the game on agelessness, how that's the food you eat, how you feel, possibly how you even treat people, but this black does not crack. I'm not going to say her age, and she wants to tell you her age. It's fine, but we know black don't crack if you don't smoke it. So have some. Welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Blessed by the best over here. And I, you're in Canada, in Toronto. Um, we, I call that a peaceful nation. Give the people the game, you know, how this all started, how you stay so fit in a place that's not always so, you know, not so warm all the time, because, you know, your story was, um, and, and everything you post online was just so encouraging. Well, I'll start out at the beginning. So at the beginning was, I was brought up, I was born and raised in England. So my parents are Jamaican. So they met and married in England. They had six kids. I'm the fourth of six. So it was really interesting because the way that we were brought up is we were doing organic before organic was a thing. So fresh food, real food, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins. We ate it and didn't think anything of it. Then in the 70s, when my parents migrated to Canada and brought us all along as a family, it then changed because that was the first time that we saw fast food as kids so we wanted to eat mcdonald's and my parents were very strict and they said absolutely not so for years we were thinking okay really um they're so this is so dumb because we'd go to school in middle school high school um kids were eating all kinds of fast foods and we just wanted to be a part of that but we didn't realize the gift and the blessing that our parents were giving us by restricting eating that kind of food so when we grew up um, in high school, I did track and field, loved sports, and did well in it all the way to university level. But the thing that got me started on this health journey and helping other people was watching what happened to my mom. So my mother, she was a nurse, she knew about health and she raised us in a healthy way, but she struggled with high blood pressure for most of her adult life. So watching that, watching the pills that she had to take, watching her going to doctor visits, eating a very restrictive diet and nothing seemed to work to control it fully until she eventually had a stroke at the age of 56. And at the age of 56, it devastated the family because my mother then wasn't supposed to live. She survived the stroke, but her quality of life was gone. She was no longer the vibrant person that she used to be. And it was devastating. So when she eventually died from all of the side effects from the medications and all of the other side effects from having the stroke, it was just that the family was just decimated. 
And it got me thinking, what was missing from her lifestyle that didn't help her? Because she did everything right. Uh, she wasn't as physically active as I was. She was more of the older generation who would just walk a lot, do a little bit of gardening, you know. But that really made me look at, okay, what's the missing piece? And then I realized that it wasn't just about food, but it was a whole body enterprise. What affects your mind, what affects your body, and what affects your spirit? And that is how I started helping other people to avoid that kind of loss and that kind of pain in their families. Okay, well, let's cut right to it because you are talking to a recovering food junkie. And so I know some of the right questions that, you know, many people who I'm on the Peloton every day, the treadmill and the bike, then I'll hit some yoga, right? Make some meditation, try to get my mind right. Um, I have biome, which tells me my superfoods and the foods to avoid. And I have their supplements. That's a new thing. But I still, even though I can say, okay, I'm not going to eat those things. It's the cravings that, how do you stop the cravings? Because those are the, the killer. Even like I dehydrate my own pineapple and kiwis and I can eat that, but I want to eat more than I should eat. So do you have the magic pill for that that won't you know hurt us in the future? Mm -hmm. Sometimes um, I always tell my clients because I, I run a, a five-day sugar-free challenge. So I tell my clients, look, if you're getting really strong sugar cravings when you're trying to cut back on sugar, you got to look at what are the other foods that you're eating? Because sometimes it's your body telling you, I need more fat or I need more protein. So we got to look at, are you getting enough each day? That's one of the ways to deal with cravings. I know specifically for sugar cravings, people generally, once they add a bit more fat back to their what they're eating, to their food, that tends to take care of those cravings. The other thing I say is find substitutions. I used to be a sugar addict. I'm still in recovery because one of the things when you run track, right, you can eat whatever you want. But I didn't like to eat all of the junk food after being raised the way that I was. So one of the tricks that we did was say, hey, if you eat like gummies, gummy bears and gummy worms, then it's fat free. So you can eat as much as you want, but didn't think about the sugar content <laughs> that, that is giving you all of these unwanted calories. So I then had to give that up. And by doing that, I ended up doing a detox and then slowly eating all of the right foods and then having a little bit of what I really wanted. And I find that when you do a detox and you clear out all of the toxins from eating the wrong kinds of foods, you don't crave it as much. And if you do, then you can have a little bit, just don't go crazy. And then just eat better the next day. I always believe in the 80-20 rule that 80% of the time, eat really well, eat the right foods. 20% of the time, okay, you can have a little lapse here and there, but just keep it together. Okay, so it's still that that self-discipline. So no, no magic pill. There's no magic pill. <laughs> no, no and, and, and that's where some people, and I feel them. I used to, you know, um, work with youth it, with drug rehab. And, and they say, how do you not judge, you know, us or, or, you know, in this community? I said, I have my own vices. You put some candy, put some lemon heads, put some Sour Patch Kids. Mm -hmm. Watch me just, I mean, it, it, I, I, your drug may not be my drug of choice, yeah. but 
it's 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 an issue and i and i fight it and i feel good like right now i'm on it like yes my teeth you know feel better my skin everything mm-hmm. but i just try not to pass by that candy aisle because it calls you hey man just come get a yeah. taste I know. And you you know, right, that sugar, it affects that part of the brain that is the addiction capital of the brain, where it's almost sugar is just as addictive as heroin or cocaine. So it, it is a serious addiction. And we don't know how much sugar is being added to all of our regular foods. So that's complicating things as well. Definitely. I will tell you this, and this is totally, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pull you to the continent as soon as possible, since your brother is waiting for you over there in Ghana. And, you know, you may have some ties in Kenya, Uhaligani, Mambo, Kenya, Jumbo, all that good stuff. Um, when I'm in Africa, those cravings go away. Yeah. And, and I think it's because the fruit is so sweet and natural. Mm-hmm. I've never had sweet ananas like I've had in Cameroon um, or other places. It's like, this is candy. This is mm-hmm. my candy. Yeah. So, so with that, have you heard other stories similar, like when people leave the yes, Americas? I have. And what's very interesting to me, because it's all about the organic nature of foods that are grown in these other countries. So for example, my brother is in Ghana and the foods that he eats are, he says, I can't keep the weight on because he used to have a really bad weight problem. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm saying it's not just genetics. It's about what you eat. When you eat organic, organic is used very efficiently. Organic food is used very efficiently in the body. So there's very little left over to be stored as fat. So that's one of the things that is really positive in leaving North America and going somewhere where the food is more natural than it is here. Now tell the people, because this is a business and I want people to be able to respect it and see it and view it as something that, you know, um, I'm going to call you have whatever title you have, but she's consulting to help you, um, you know, live better. What are those first steps? And also, what are those ranges before people hit you up in the DMs? Some people will be trying to hit you up for, you know, other reasons. Talk about, <laughs> well, I saw you online. But give <laughs> like that, those first steps of how you work. What's the process? Well, generally, people, you're right. People do reach out to me for a, a variety of reasons. I, I have... Um, an interest in the four areas. I call them the big four. So that's high blood pressure, type two diabetes, high cholesterol and obesity or weight issues. So if any of those four factors are affecting somebody that sees my post, then they usually reach out to me to say, hey, can you help me with X, Y, or Z? And if that's the case, then that's not a problem at all. What I'll do from then is then just do an assessment with them, like a quick, here's the application, fill it out. Let me know a bit more about what you're concerns are, what your goals are, and what your challenges are. And then from there, we can put together a program and work with them based on what they're trying to achieve. So that's basically how it works. And we have a number of different programs to help based on what category of, of, uh, I don't want to always call it illness, but what category of concern that you're working in. So if it's high blood pressure, we have very specific high blood pressure programs, specific for you if you have type two diabetes or high cholesterol or you want to lose weight or a combination of those. So, and, and, and you know, your program, it sounds, you know, 
kind and sweet. Unlike, you know, you have various people, influencers out there talking about health. Some folks will, it's like they'll take you in this pool and drown you and say, hey, you are you ready to make a change? And of course, everybody online knows everything. Some of the brokest people online have all the knowledge, you know, can't keep their household together, can't keep their personal lives together, but they'll tell you how to become a, a NFT expert, health guru, uh, you know, how to um, astroturf and ascend into other realms. Uh, you're laughing. So give us the game on how you may be different from those, you know, over savvy, very judgmental folks online. Well, here's the thing. I mean, what you see is what you get with me. And I like to keep things simple. It is keep it simple, sweetheart. That's it. Let's just get back to common sense. There's no big flashes. There's nothing like, you know, the Star Wars and, and earthquakes and all kind of thunder to bring in a message. The message is simple. There is a lot of power at what you choose to put at the end of your fork. Okay? You cannot outrun your fork. And that is such a simple way of looking at it because if you decide, hey, I'm gonna put some ribs on here, some baby bag ribs, and I'm gonna have me some greens and with neck bones up in there and the pork rinds and all of that. Well, what do you think you're going to get? Do you think you're going to get mental clarity? Do you think you're going to get a nice waistline? Do you think you're going to get the muscles popping? Then the answer is no, because if your habit is to eat things that don't serve you well, then your body's not going to serve you well. Your brain's not going to serve you well. You're not going to feel good. So I like to keep it simple and that common sense rule. Now, are you guys having the same soul food issue in Canada? Because, you know, I, I when I go to Canada, I don't see the obesity that I see here in the States, especially here in the South, because the food is just, it's plentiful. Um, you know, so are you seeing, is it the same similarity things? Yeah. yeah, it's creeping up. The, the rates of obesity are creeping up in Canada because our sugar consumption is getting out of hand. And a lot of times it's it's the fast food because, you know, you've got up here, we have our $2. It's called a toonie. So you have like toonie Tuesdays. So you can get like a, a truckload of junk food on a Tuesday for $2. And the sodas are getting bigger and bigger. And it's just it's just too much. So it's starting to reflect in what the population is looking like. And that's unfortunate because, you know, Canada always like to, the Canadians always like to say, well, we're not as bad as in the States. And it's like, yeah, but now we're catching up. Like they say, when, when America sneezes, Canada catches a cold. So it's the same thing with food and fashion and other trends that may not necessarily be, be positive for us. Uh, yeah. So it is getting bad here. But I love when I hear Canadians, that's very American of you when they're doing <laughs> something rude or something. And I just kind of just laugh because yeah. I, I get it. I, I, I get it all, all the way. Now, again, talking about, you know, the other influencers, because nowadays you don't have to have uh, credentials, but you can get credentials anywhere 
online now. Can you yeah. talk about, you know, um, any trainings that you went through so people can put some respect on your name, your progress, mm -hmm. and, you know, your system of how you do things? Sure. Before I do that, I just want to go back to the whole question of soul food in Canada. Mm -hmm. No, we don't really have soul food, but we have a lot of Caribbean and other ethnic foods that are really, really well, let's just say that they're on par with soul food when it comes to the, the amounts and the ingredients. It's very, very greasy a lot of times, fried and really salty and a lot of sugar in everything. Like if you're getting coleslaw and they're putting more sugar in there than cabbage, we got a problem. But I just wanted to say that about uh, the Canadian version of soul food. It is broken down into different ethnicities and ethnic foods, comfort foods. Um, when it comes to training and what I do, so I'm a certified holistic nutritionist. I'm also a certified personal trainer. And I went to university, but that was for something completely different because I thought I was going to be in academia. So my degree is in English literature uh, because I was planning to be a professor. But then I was doing track all the way up to university and through university and competing on the national level. And I would go to the gym and work out and people, women would come up to me, the few women that would come into the gym because I used to be the only black woman in the gym. So white women would come up to me and ask me, how do you do this? And how do you look like that? And how do you work this? So I started training them. I got certified as a personal trainer. And then years later, I realized that food was key and then I went into catering and then I got my certification as a holistic nutritionist. And the reason why I wanted to become a holistic nutritionist is because it studies the chemistry, the food chemistry for the entire being. So it's your mind, your body and your spirit because food affects all three of those. And we're not just bodies walking around with all three in one kind of um, reflection of the creator. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Now, when we're talking about this soul food, and you know, I can already hear somebody uh, on the Jamaicans, Wang Guan, why did you not say our food is soul food? Like, you know, everything now the Koreans because of soul, right? Mm -hmm. Even on Yelp and places, they'll put soul food, which soul food is whatever you see it as. But you know, yeah. we were talking about the Southern, you know, uh, mostly American, um, but it's all combined. We all really eat the same thing, people. So don't don't hit me up talking about that. She gets it. She's not from you know Canada. She 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 gets it and tied in with Jamaican roots. And, and Africa's written all over her face. But can you tell the people, especially the women, because I've heard women say this, especially women who come from like the West Coast and then they move down South. Oh, I'm gonna get thick out here, you know, and I gotta eat like this so I can thicken up and, you know, find a man or I'm gonna lose my butt if I go vegan. Like you hear all these things and rumors and it's like, I saw your mother. It's not true. Don't worry. It's still going to be there. Can you talk about your experience with that and when you change your diet, what it changes and also what it may not change unless, you know, you have some procedure done or something. Right. Well, that's the thing. You know, it, it started in the gym with women wanting to get trained. And when I had clients in the gym, they always would say, how do I work out so I can get a, a bigger butt and not lose my not lose my boobs? And I say, well, 
boobs are fat. So you are going to lose some fat. So we are going to lose some of your breast tissue, but you're going to build muscle and the pectoral muscles underneath your breast tissue will help support what's there. So don't have to worry about that. It's also about genetics too. So with food, I, I really think it's people that are walking a very fine line when it comes to, I'm going to move to the south and then eat like this, eat really poorly or eat a lot in order to get thick. We have to be very careful because it's a fine line between being thick and being fat. And this is not about fat shaming. This is not about body shaming. This is about the truth. And the truth is when you gain that kind of weight, it's visceral fat. It's the inside of the, the inside fat that's lining your organs and making you more at risk for the big four issues of high blood pressure, type two diabetes, you know, high cholesterol, in addition to weight issues. When people become vegan, on the other hand, yes, you can lose a lot of weight. And yes, there are some concerns about whether or not you're getting a balanced, uh, balanced food in order to support your body. I try to stay away from the word diet because I hate that word. And I think that diets don't work and it's not about a diet. It's about a lifestyle. So if I stumble over the word diet, that's the reason. Um, so when it comes to vegan, I've never been vegan, but I was vegetarian for a number of years because I had allergies that I was tired of taking over the counter medications for. And what I noticed was I had to do like a, a, a three month cleanse and I was basically vegetarian slash vegan. Didn't like what it did because I lost a lot of my muscle tissue and I lost a lot of my curves. I'm 5'9 and I'm 150, 160 pounds. So I like to stay in that sweet spot of, of, of that weight. And I found that if I go below that, then it's not very healthy for me. So when it comes to people who are saying, I'm, you know, I want to maintain a certain body shape, of body profile by eating a certain way. You have to be really careful that you're doing it in a methodical way so that you're not creating issues down the road. When it comes to veganism, I can't really say too much on that because I think if you have the right balance and the right supplements, then vegan lifestyles can be really, really good for you. And especially for people who are, who are struggling with very serious illnesses. Sometimes you have to go vegan in order to counteract the damage that's being done to your body. So with clients that I had who had cancer, she had to, this particular client had to become a vegan in order to, to help her body fight. And now she's cancer free. So, you know, there, there is some benefit to the different types and categories of eating. So that's what I would say to that. Do you have a program that helps people because you have this beautiful natural hair. If anybody's wondering for those, you know, who are watching, if you're, if, I know majority of you are listening, but if you want to see some healthy hair in the thumbnail, you'll see it. But if you want to see it even more, you have something because, you know, for what, about a year or so, we've been talking about, you know, alopecia and we know why because mm -hmm. of, you know, the famous uh, slap and then slap back now, mm -hmm. you know, comedian wise, yeah. um, but anything for women who are battling that are men, you know, even I, somebody might say right now, Kelly, your hairline's been going a little bit back, but hey, I'm still here though, and you're still watching, so it's all good. But yeah, anything for that? Um, well, I, I find that a lot of times what you eat really reflects on what comes out of your scalp. 
for women especially. Sometimes there are issues with autoimmune diseases, like alopecia is an autoimmune condition. So some people have had success with eating for a particular problem to address it. And others, it's been a lot more difficult. For me personally, um, I have not specifically dealt with anybody that has alopecia, but for women who are looking to grow healthier hair, then yeah, I do work with a certain group who has products that can help. But I really think that what you eat has a lot to do with addressing what comes out of your scalp because the nutrients, when they go through your body, they take, they take, um, they go into the major organs, right? The last thing that, that nutrients go into are things like your hair, peripheral parts of your body, like your hair. So your hair will tell you a lot about your health a lot of times. So if you're having thinning hair or you're having hair that's falling out, then you have to look at things. Do you have enough iron? Do you have enough zinc in, your, in what you eat? Because maybe those two things could be a, a major factor. But when it comes to the overall health of your body, including your hair, it really is about what you eat. It really is. Your skin, the largest organ in your body, your skin reflects everything about what you put in your body. Unless you've got some sort of, you know, congenital skin issue. But in general, your skin tells you if you're healthy or not. If, does it look dull? Is it broken out? Is it wrinkled? Is it papery? Is it bloated? Is it sagging before time? All of those things indicate what your health is like. And you, you talked about, you know, you have this whole, um, it's, you know, the 360 uh, approach. It's not just what you put in your body but it's not just what you work out. I have a feeling we haven't touched on what else do you help clients with? You also say in your, your relationship, it's toxic too, or the way you're you know, maybe raising your children, they're running this house and not you. What else are you providing for your clients that we haven't tapped into? Well, there's, there's four, main, four main blocks. One is, the first one is nutrition, which I'm all over and promoting really hard to get people to get the foundation Get the foundation of what you need to build on. Then on top of nutrition, you have exercise. So when your body is fueled, you can exercise and exercise well. And that's not a ton of cardio. Cardio is actually something that you should not be doing a lot of if you're trying to lose weight or just get healthier. Cardio is great for your cardiovascular system, but it's not great if you're trying to grow muscle. So weight training, resistance training is really important uh, based on your healthy nutrition. And then the third factor is sleep. You've got to get the right amount of sleep. If you're not sleeping, your body doesn't get a chance to repair and restore itself. And there's a sweet spot. There's a window of time that you're supposed to be sleeping to get that deep restorative sleep where your, your human uh, growth hormone is at its peak and when your body actually resets. And that's between the hours of 10 p.m and 12 a.m., 12 midnight. If you're not in sleep during that period, you've missed that opportunity for your body to reset and to help support all of the other healthy things that you're doing. So your blood pressure can go down, your diabetes can also be reduced as well, cholesterol can go down, and you also can lose weight just from sleeping and getting the right amount of sleep. And we are a sleep deprived nation. We are so into the hustle and get into the bag that we forget about, we need to take care of ourselves by sleeping. Self-care isn't just about having a massage and going to the spa, which is great, 
you need to get your sleep. And if you're plugged in all the time to your phones, your computers, whatever, you're not going to get the right kind of sleep that you need. So sleep is important. And then the, the final piece is taking care of your stress. Now, a portion of that will be taken care of with your sleep, but another portion of that will be taken care of with, do you trust? I call it trust or mindfulness, how you think. You need to take time to, whether you want to meditate, I believe in prayer, so take time to pray and get into your Bible and whatever your religious belief is, take time for that each day, because that actually helps you reset the stress that is coming at you in all directions. So when it comes to our mind, what's really important to note is that there's like, I think in, in the States, according to UC Berkeley uh, study, it came out that there are 31 million entrepreneurs in the United States. And that number is growing. So that was as of 2021. But of that 31 million, 72% of all entrepreneurs in the United States have a mental health issue, whether it's depression, anxiety, ADD, or some other issue, they are struggling with it. Now, a lot of the times people with ADD or depression and anxiety go into their own business because they can handle it. They can control the amount of stimulus that they're getting, but it also has a negative rebound as well in that it does weigh on you. So if we're having all of these issues with people trying to live their best lives, but they're not controlling their stress levels, they're not controlling how their mind is through meditation and prayer, through just downtime, then we're losing it all. And getting to the bag is just not worth it. So those are the four tenets of being healthy in a whole body approach to health. Get your nutrition right, exercise right, sleep properly, and trust. Trust in a higher power, trust in God, trust in something other than you and the usual. So those four things together will help you live your best life and help you take full control of your life so that you're not relying on other big farmer type help. Gotcha. And your stats on America, it's funny because we know we're crazy and we, we all got something going on. You can't tell me a Elon Musk, a Kanye, a Trump, even myself, you know, us at regular jobs working for people, it would be, um, you know, I, I know what it would be for me. You know, you're great mm -hmm. at what you do, but it's time for you to go. You probably offended somebody. And yeah. so having your own business you get to have ideas where companies mm -hmm. got to kind of follow step and follow in line for most, you know, there's those few out there that can express themselves. Now with that, give the folks to a range of your services. Cause again, you're, you're not doing anything free. And after you tell them that range, let them know what your community give back is that you're doing or that you would like to do in the future. Okay, so when you're talking about a range, are you talking about the different types of programs that I offer? Oh, services, yes, ma'am. Okay, so yeah, so we start out with something simple, which would be like a five-day challenge. So we have a five-day sugar-free challenge for the people who just want to dip a toe into the have some programs without too much commitment. 
And once you complete the program of the challenge, then you can move into a program on our main program. It's called the Get It Into You program. And that addresses the four pillars of nutrition, exercise, sleep, and trust. And we take you through it as an eight-week program. And we take you through that as to what you need to do, what you need to eat, how you need to exercise, what's the best way to get to sleep, and what are the best practices to relieve your mind for trusting. So that those are the two main things that we offer as people wanting to get into have some programs. We also have higher ticket programs too, for people who want to say, Rosemary, I want you to guide me through this program. And then I'll put together a tailor-made program for those clients. So I do have several clients who really want to get drilled down to solve their issues and uh, solve their problems so that they can live their best lives. And these are people who are successful in other parts of them and in the rest of their lives, but they just cannot, you know, manage their high blood pressure or they just cannot manage their type two diabetes. So that's what I do. Um, and then what I would like to do in order to give back is I really want to go and address kids because if you start with children, raise it, you know, um, bring up a child in the way they should grow, and when they're old, they won't depart from it. So I think it's important to get nutrition to the children who are lacking nutrition, especially in our inner city environments, food desert environments, and starting some um, inner city uh, farms. Uh, here in Canada, we have uh, in Toronto, in the Toronto region, we have an inner city farm where people that are in the surrounding areas can go and contribute to it and also harvest from it. And it does wonders for the children who are going to school in those areas where nutrition is not something that is readily available to them, good nutrition. So that's what I'd like to do to show people that if we start with our children, we can raise them up to be strong and also just show people that, hey, if you need to get into the prepping mentality, grow your own food, use your yard, use your balcony, grow your own food so that you can have a better relationship with your food when it comes to fruits and vegetables and you can understand where it comes from and how it affects you and how you affect the environment in return. That's great. And I can hear, I can hear a hater right now say, but see, you don't understand in America, this part of America, we can't grow anything without our HOA approval. And again, you guys, you got to take extreme ownership. You chose to live in that high city neighborhood thinking you were yes. doing something. So, you know, don't, don't blame anybody when the grocery store is closed <laughs> and you right. don't have anything you can grow, eat that grass. Um, it, you know, so that, that's a beautiful thing. Let the people know where they can get in contact with you and any last words to encourage them. Cause I can also hear people say, but I got no money. I'll get, you know, and it, there's always those. And I don't do well with people who say I ain't got no money. Cause I see them wearing Jordans and I see them yeah. in Mercedes of mm -hmm. all colors, of all shades. I don't want to be like Dion. And you guys think I'm just talking about black folk. I'm talking about everybody. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I ain't got no money for my health is what they mean. Or I don't have any money for you to get me right, but give them the game on where to find you. And you know, how for those who might be financially struggling at in this season, it's only a season if you keep working, y'all, um, how they can, you know, connect and benefit. 
Okay. So the way to reach me is on Facebook and Instagram at have some nutrition. That's H A V for Victor S O M for mother nutrition. Um, the other thing, if you want to send me email, then you can send me an email to info at have some.com. And I would love to talk to people, especially people who say that they can't afford it. I did a challenge at the Dollar Tree to see if I could put together a healthy meal. And I did. And I think it was less than $20, something like that. So you can do it if you know what you're supposed to choose and, and know the right food combination. So even on a budget, you can eat well. So, um, and then for the other people, I would say, come on in, take a bite and let's get at it because you become ageless. You become, uh, you become an elevated version of yourself who can see things, discern things and understand things better because your mind is clear, your eyes are sparkling, your enthusiasm is high and your body does what you need it to do without pain. It's a better life. And that's the way to live your life by taking full control of your life. You guys have been blessed with the game. Links will be in the description. And I know I had said about Biome and you guys are gonna say, how do you spell that? I'll put a link in the description for that. So you can go find out what your superfoods are. But more importantly, you can find out like I did, I have to avoid lemons and Brussels sprouts. I got lemon trees and all type of things over here. And, and I almost wanna cut them down, but I'm not a hater. Maybe my kids can have them, at just not me. So you guys make sure if you do nothing else, you share this with somebody, it will change their life. Be blessed y'all. Hi guys, I'm Kai Gabiam from the Diaspora Channel, a lover of Africa. If you love Africa as well, and you would love to visit one day or to relocate to Africa, there is a course out there for you. And this course is my first trip to Africa, a course well put together by a seasoned traveler, Kellen Cash Coleman. This course is designed to prepare you to travel better, which will save you both time and money. And the great news is this course costs only $20, guys. It can't get any better. Go right now and enroll to this course at www.diversifygame.com. Don't miss out.